Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome into the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to Plan Wise and Retire Free with Jude Wilson, Mike Mott, and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. We've got a special series of podcasts coming up here the next uh, couple of shows. Jude and I will be joined by author Ron Price, who's going to stop in and talk to us about playing nice. And we could certainly benefit from that uh, in 2020 as well as this holiday season. First off, let me say, hey, Jude, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Man, I'm doing excellent, Mark. It's been a while. Good to hear your voice again. You as well, my friend. I hope you've been doing good. Thanksgiving and everything went uh, as well as possible. Only gained five pounds, eh? Oh, well, that's pretty good. Five's not bad at all. Could have been worse. Could have been a whole lot more. Could have been that whole 20-pound turkey. (laughs) (laughs) And let's welcome in our guest, Ron Price, who's going to join us today. Ron, welcome in, sir. How are you? Mark, I'm well. Thanks for the invite. Glad to be with you folks. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to having this conversation. You've got a series of books that you guys are going to talk about. Uh, about uh, playing nice. I guess that's the series. I guess so I'll let you jump in and start the conversation. But folks, if you need any help along the way, if you have any questions, always reach out to Jude before you take any action on anything you hear on this podcast or any other as it relates to your specific situation. And you could just call him at 800-779-4592. Jude, take it away, my friend. Well, thank you, sir. Hey, before I get started, I want to wish my co-host Mike a happy vacation. I'm sure he's out on the boat or golfing right now. And doing the math wherever he's at. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. You know, we thought we'd uh, move away a little bit from the financial talk just for a little while to talk this holiday season with people spending time with their families on, you know, how to play nice. You know, holiday seasons can be so stressful. And I had an opportunity to meet uh, Ron Price, who's not only an excellent speaker, but a great author. And he's written a series of books, uh, How to Play Nice in the Sandbox. And the play and the nice are acronyms. And Ron and I will talk about it. So I want to welcome Ron to the podcast. Ron, how are you doing today? Jude, I'm doing well now that I'm speaking to you, my friend. It's always good to be with you. Thank you. It's good to be with you, and I'm I'm so excited about today because, as you know, and 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 some of our listeners know, I come from a huge family. Um, there's nine of us all together: uh, four older brothers and four older sisters. And usually, we all get together for the holidays. Mm. Uh, we are, we are very close family, but yeah. we we all are very opinionated. <laughs> and during this season, with politics and COVID and all of the things that have been going on in 2020, I imagine my family is probably not the only family that has some opinionated people. So Ron, how do you avoid conflict or just have a good time with your family without really getting into it? Yeah, that's a great question, Jude, and I'll get to it. I just got to tell you this though, my, my theory is that your parents were looking for perfection and when they found the perfect child, they said, that's enough. Would you, would your, you argue your with Your check is in the mail, my friend. <laughs> I think I'm going to use that at my next conference. <laughs> uh, there you go. You know, I got to tell you a funny, accurate, a funny story real quick before I answer your question. In 2016, I wrote the book Play Nice in Your Sandbox at Work. And actually, it was a nine-chapter ebook. And I sent it off to a, a guy, an author that I know, Bill Farrell. Bill and Pam Farrell wrote the book Men Are Like Waffles and Women Are Like Spaghetti. It's a wonderful book. Every couple should read that book explaining the differences between men and women. But they've also written like 40 other books. So I reached out to him. I said, hey, Bill, this is my first book. Would you mind reviewing it and tell me what you think? He said, sure, I'll do that. 
So I sent him the nine chapter ebook. He gets back to me a few days later. He says, Ron, you wrote a book, Play Nice in Your Sandbox at Work, didn't you? I said, well, well, yeah, Bill, why do you ask? He said, well, I just, I just thought it'd be nice to say something about the sandbox somewhere in your book. <laughs> I, got, I got right into my acronym of Play Nice. I never said a word about the sandbox. I said, Bill, that's a good idea. So now when you read the book, it's all about, hey, remember the days in the sandbox where we had to learn life lessons. We had to learn how to share our toys. We had to learn how to cooperate if we wanted to construct something worthwhile and so forth. So it just became the series, Play Nice in Your Sandbox at Work, Play Nice in Your Sandbox at Home, and the newest one, Play Nice in Your Sandbox at Church. And again, as you said, all of them, play is prevent conflict. So let me now answer your question. For one, you better decide in advance that you're going to maintain a good attitude. Because again, holiday times, family times can be stressful. They just can. And if you're not careful, one wrong word, one wrong look can set you off. So I recommend people push the pause button. That's the P in the at workbook. Push the pause button and choose the attitude that you're going to bring into that holiday setting. You're more prepared you're more in control and you're more likely going to have a joyful experience. Make sense? It makes total sense because if, you know, if your family is anything like mine, uh, you know, there's an uncle or an aunt or uh, some sibling that, you know, comes with a different attitude than you do a different viewpoint. Mm -hmm. So if you are prepared to push the pause button, that can make things a whole lot easier. So let me give you another one on those lines. I, I also wrote in that the at work book. And by the way, I hope people don't get hung up on the titles. A hundred percent of what I write in at work is applicable at home and at church. Probably about eighty percent of what I write about at at home is applicable at at work and at church. You know, the sex parts and the the parenting parts probably don't apply at work and church. I hope not. Um, <laughs> and and probably about fifty percent of what I wrote about play nice at church and your sandbox at church is applicable at work and at home. Because at the end of the day, although I hate that expression, people are people, relationships are relationships. But in the first book, I wrote a chapter called button guard. And what I do challenge people here is to, is to think of types of people that push your buttons or in the, in the relation to your question, what individuals have a tendency to get under your skin and on your nerves? And what you do, once you've identified them, you give them a name and give them a polite name, please, because it might I'm, slip I'm out. I'm glad you clarified that because <laughs> yeah, I had a exactly name right. mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it might slip out in public and I don't want you to be embarrassed. But once you identify them and you name them, you own them, Jude. And I'll, and I'll tell a, a longer story. I'll shorten it for, you, for the sake of you. People who drive slowly in the left lane of traffic push my buttons because I'm often in the left lane trying to drive faster than they are. And it used to irritate me and I used to get all upset and, and I'd pull around them and I'd pull in front of them and put on my brake. I mean, I was a total jerk. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth here. But I finally understood button guard. I read it in a book called Verbal Judo by George Thompson. And I realized the people who drive in the left lane push my buttons. So I gave them a name. You ready? Go for it. Lefty La Lane. Okay. It's got a nice ring to it. That's creative. <laughs> kind of rolls off your tongue. And I'm telling you, Jude, for the last 25, 30 years, I'll come up behind people who are driving slowly in the left lane. I'll flash my lights one time. Maybe they don't see me. That's my nice way of saying, hey, would you please pull over? 
If they don't, I've conditioned myself to say, Ron, that's lefty. You are not going to teach lefty how to drive. No sense getting upset because they don't know how to do it correctly. Just signal right, pull over, go on your way. My blood pressure isn't rising. My teeth aren't gritting. My fists aren't clenched. So if you've got a family member, give them a nice name as a reminder. They're not doing it on purpose. They're not doing it to agitate you, probably. If they are, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, right. <laughs> But give them a name that just reminds you that, you know what, I'm not going to get all worked up because they are who they are. Well, it, it gives them power and takes away your power, you know, if you buy into that. Yes, exactly. That's where the owning comes in. You don't own them in a sense of, you know, arrogance or anything else. You've taken back control of your emotions. Absolutely. Well put, Jude. You know, and, it, and particularly in these times where, you know, the holiday seasons, you really... I think most people really want to spend quality time with family. I don't think most people go to a family gathering saying, boy, I can't wait to see Ron and I'm going to tell him about his politics or I'm going to argue with him about the vaccine or anything else of that nature. They think most people go to really enjoy the family gathering. Right. But another part of that, Jude, let me tell you, your audience, something I know about you. Uh Oh, it, it's the old Charles Dickens line. It, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I'm willing to wager that some aspects of your life are going really well right now. They're, they're just going just fine. Other areas could probably stand some attention and some improvement. Am I right or wrong? You hit it on the nail, my friend. And Jude, that's everybody at any given moment. Some parts going well, best of times. Some parts not going so well, worst of times. So what I, what I encourage people to remember is that hurting people will hurt people. Absolutely. I'm going to say it again. Hurting people are going to hurt people. They don't think about it, scheme it, plan it out. If I'm hurting, I'm not at my best. I'm going to take it out on somebody else. And Jude, I'm not going to get in my car, drive across town looking for somebody to hurt. I'm going to reach out to whoever's in striking distance, coworker, family member, what have you and take it out on them. Is that right? No. Is that fair? No. Is that healthy? No. But it's reality. That's exactly right. And so with that said, Ron, when, when somebody tries to draw you in, what do you do with that? Because if they're already in that mindset where they're, as you said, hurting or in pain or, or, or looking for yeah. the verbal fight, yeah. yeah, are there any techniques for that? Absolutely. The A chapter in the at work book Again, and the, the at workbook is my it's my signature, my opus. I, I don't know what the word is, but I remember the first time I held that book in my hands, it was like I'd held a child. I've never had the privilege of holding a child in my hand, but I think I had that same joy. And the A in the at workbook is assume good intent. And it's it's basically what you just said, dude. People aren't out to get you. And if they are, you know, they got worse problems than you do. If they're if their life satisfaction is messing other people, hurting other people, my goodness, uh, we need to be praying for them. They're, they're in a mess. I but agree. most people are not out to get you. So when somebody does say something, or actually, before I answer that, let me ask you a question. I'll put you on the spot here. All right. I'm ready. Answer, answer truthfully, yes or no. Have you ever hurt, frustrated, disappointed, or offended another human being when you really didn't mean to? Well, I'm glad my wife isn't in the room, but I would... <laughs> I would say the answer to that is clearly yes. Yeah. What took you so long? <laughs> you know, when I do this in a workplace training, I'll, I'll, I'll say, raise your hand. And I'm telling you, every hand goes up just that quick. 
Well, what's the chance then if somebody is just hurt, frustrated, disappointed, or offended you? Maybe they didn't mean to. Maybe it was incidental. Mm -hmm. But if you react, Jude, you created the conflict, not them. They did whatever they did for whatever reasons, who knows, but it's how you either react or respond. So one of my favorites comes from a guy named Ken Futch. Ken Futch wrote the book, Give It Your Best Shot. When somebody says something that he finds offensive, he very calmly says, well, well, that sounded like an attack. Is that how you meant it? Now, he doesn't say, well, that sounded like an attack. Is that how you meant it? Fight is on. Well, that, that sounded like an attack. Is, is that how you meant it? And the person's probably going to say, you know what? No, I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm frustrated by this or that. And the conflict is invented. It, it dissolves before it ever has a chance to become a thing. I like that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And in, in these times, I, I want to get a little specific with you because in, we just uh, had a presidential election. And, you know, unless you've been living under a rock, it was kind of heated. In my family, uh, we've got people on both sides of the aisle and a lot of heavy thinkers. So when you get together for the holidays, if someone wants to talk about politics, do you engage or do you just say, you know, I'd rather not talk about that. I'm, I'm here to really enjoy family. What, what do you do? A couple of things I would suggest. You, you, could, you could say, you know what, let's set a time limit on this because we don't want to. We don't want to take the whole time discussing politics and let's agree in advance that we can agree to disagree. But let's rather than seek to persuade each other and talk in what's called the shoot and reload method of communication, which you know what that is. You fire off and then you pause while the other babbles on about something, but you're not listening. You're reloading. The goal of shoot and reload is persuasion. So let's set a ground rule rather than persuasion. Let's try to understand why each one feels the way they do and agree to disagree. If I'm looking at a situation the same way you are, Jude, I might feel the same way you do. You know, I love those two principles. First, to be able to set a time limit. Uh, secondly, to, to set the ground rules. Let's say we are both agree to disagree. And then lastly, that shoot and reload uh, <laughs> it, it, I, I hope all my family members are listening to the podcast. In fact, I, I'm going to make sure to send them a special link to this one because there are attorneys in my family. There are a lot of different professionals. And, you know, my dad was a very headstrong person. And so I think we all got that. And when we're having these conversations, oftentimes, and I'm going to use that analogy next time we get together, Oftentimes, I feel we're not listening. We're waiting to get our point in. So that shoot and reload, I can identify with it 100%. Yeah, let me share one more with you real quick. In the At Church book, my favorite chapter of any of the books is the L chapter in the At Church book. It's love yourself as you love your neighbor. Love yourself as you love your neighbor. Now, anybody who's familiar with the proverb or the Bible teaching, it's supposed to be love your neighbor as you love yourself. But Jude, that's the problem. All of us hear that negative, critical, put-down voice in our minds that says, you're not this enough, or you're not that enough, or you're you're too much this, or you're too much that. We live with that negative voice in our minds far too long, which causes us to, to not be at peace with ourselves so much of the time. Well, if I'm not at peace with myself, then you're a threat to me. Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. If I don't love myself, I can't love you. 
If I'm not at peace with myself, I can't be at peace with you. So if you feel differently about an issue than I do, you're a threat. But why? You want the whole world to, to think just the way you do? How boring a world would that be? So why is it that we take it personal and, and have to feel like we have to defend, I'm right, you're wrong? Why, why do we do that? I think, again, because we're not at peace with ourselves at that moment. And so we feel attacked. It doesn't have to be that way. And I think we've all been taught that there's always winners and losers. So even yeah. in having a discussion, you know, people seek to be the winner or the loser. You know, I've been using my family as an example a lot because, you know, that's that's my come from. So if it's not politics during the holidays, we're usually talking sports and we've got a big sports family. I live here in Florida. And, you know, those of you that know me know I'm a big Florida State guy. My some of the people in my family are University of Florida people and some people are University of Miami. But I think this holiday season, I'm going to try to avoid, particularly with Florida State's uh, record, I'm going to try to avoid sports altogether. <laughs> <laughs> is that a technique too, just avoiding the conversation? Or is, you that, know, not, is that not if, healthy? If you do it the right way, Jude, if you do it the right way, if, if the person thinks you're putting them off, you don't care about them, you don't want to engage with them, then no, that's a problem. You might want to preface that by saying, you know what, I know for me, I tend to get too emotional about this and I'm fearful that I might say something to hurt you and I don't want to do that. My relationship with you is far more important to me than any political situation, any sports situation, whatever. Would it be all right if we talked about this another time perhaps? Because I, I do, I care about you so much. I don't want this to go bad. I've got to invite you to family dinner. You're good at this. <laughs> You're too kind, dude. Thank you. You know, Ron, we've been talking a lot about preventing conflict. And I, I think that's, you know, really appropriate and, and would help for a lot of people. But sometimes you're already in the conflict. And I think the next time we get together, we, we, we need to talk about what to do if you're already in the conflict. Can you give us some help with that, too? I'd sure love a chance to try. Sounds like a great idea to me. Well, thanks so much for your time here on the podcast this week. We've certainly enjoyed our conversation here with Ron Price as well as Jude Wilson. And so check out the next podcast. We'll have that out in just a couple of weeks where we'll follow up this conversation. Uh, and if you'd like to learn more, stop by the website, planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. If you have not subscribed yet, please uh, do so if you'd like to do that. On Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, so on and so forth, many applications out there you can find us. You can find it all at planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. And if you'd like to get a, a, a PDF Ron's made available for us here, we're also going to post that to the website where you can get this uh, download for Protect Your Relationships. It's a free PDF. We'll make that available on the site as well. And you can also check that out at ronprice.com. That's ronprice.com. And Jude, thanks for your time, my friend. I appreciate it as always. We'll, uh, we'll have Ron back in with us here in a couple of weeks, and I hope you have a great week. I really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to talking to Ron again. Absolutely, and we'll see you next time here on the show. Ron, thank you so much for your time, my friend, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks as well. Looking forward to it, Mark. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, folks. Have a great week. Stay safe and sane here on Plan Wise Retire Free with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your holidays, and we will see you next time here on the show. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.